So today we recognize our graduates, but the other people that we want to recognize are fathers. Today is Father's Day, and so I want to offer a, a brief reflection and a blessing upon the fathers amongst us. You know, Barner Research has discovered that men today are experiencing a quiet crisis when it comes to their role in this changing world. When men were given a choice between two words about the state of masculinity today, Christian men were far more likely to choose a negative option. They said that they were threatened rather than hopeful. They felt endangered rather than thriving. They felt confused rather than vibrant. We find that men today are feeling threatened, endangered, and confused because of the messages that the culture is sending. We've all heard regularly about toxic masculinity. And the message that many men are hearing and absorbing today is that all masculinity is inherently toxic. And as such, more and more men are feeling ashamed of and abandoning masculinity altogether. In fact, today in our culture, there are Marxist movements like Black Lives Matter that teach that the family is actually a tool of oppression because husbands oppress their wives and fathers oppress their children. So the family, the father, and masculinity itself are all toxic and should be overthrown, which is actually one of the stated goals on the Black Lives Matter website. And that leaves men and fathers today feeling threatened, endangered, and confused. So on Father's Day, fathers, I want to remind you of the truth of God's Word. Remember God's good design of His creation. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27 declares, God created man in His own image. In the image of God, He created them, male and female. He created them. We read here that masculinity in and of itself is not toxic, but from the very beginning was a beautiful part of God's design for creation. Both masculinity and femininity are meant to reveal the image of God. And today in our culture, femininity is put forward and celebrated. Women's rights, women's power, and women and femininity should be celebrated as a gift, but so also should men and masculinity. Because healthy Godly masculinity is a gift. And what our world needs today is not less masculinity, but more healthy, godly masculinity. Friends, if masculinity itself was actually, actually toxic, then statistically we would see that. Statistically, we would find that kids who grow up without fathers in the home would actually be better off. But the research shows us the exact opposite. The National Fatherhood Initiative shares that children growing up without a father in the house are four times at greater risk for poverty, seven times more likely to become pregnant as a teenager, two times more likely to drop out of high school. They're more likely to face neglect and abuse, more likely to abuse drugs and alcohol, and more likely to commit crime and go to prison. On the other hand, involved dads improve their children's overall emotional and social well-being, Boys have fewer behavioral, behavioral problems and girls have fewer psychological problems when they have an involved father. Friends, this is not some unfounded philosophy or political agenda like some people are pushing today. These are the facts and the statistics and they reveal the clear and unalterable truth that masculinity itself is not toxic. In fact, healthy, godly masculinity is essential to the health and well-being of our wives and our children. Men, we do not need less masculinity. We need more involved fathers. We need more loving husbands. 
We need more healthy and godly masculinity. But how then do we understand what healthy, godly masculinity is supposed to look like? Well, if masculinity is supposed to reveal to us the image of God, then let's look at the perfect image, the perfect revelation of God that came to us in the person of Jesus Christ. How did Jesus Christ love others? How did Jesus Christ serve others? How did Jesus Christ sacrifice for others? Jesus taught in Luke 22 that the kings of the Gentiles exercise lordship over others, but not with you. Rather, let the greatest among you become as this youngest and the leader as one who serves. The Apostle Paul made clear to men what this should look like in the home, writing in Ephesians 5.25, Husbands, love your wives as Christ Himself loved the church and gave Himself for her. And in Ephesians 6.4, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. What we need today are strong men whose strength is not used for their own benefit, but to serve and love their wives, love their children, and love this world. As the Apostle Paul commanded in 1 Corinthians 16, verses 13 and 14, Be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. Let all that you do be done in love. So fathers, this Father's Day, all of you fathers, husbands, men, whatever the world might tell you, do not be ashamed of your masculinity. Men, your children need you. Your wives need you. The church needs you. This world needs you. Act like men. Be strong. And let all that you do be done in love. And so, fathers, today, I want to pray over you a blessing, which are actually the words of an old hymn. An old hymn which is titled, Rise Up, Men of God. And let this be a blessing upon you. Rise up. Rise up, O men of God, and have done with lesser things. Give heart and soul and mind and strength to serve the King of kings. Rise up, O men of God, the church for you does wait. Send forth and serve the needs of them. In Christ our strength is great. Lift high the cross of Christ and tread where His feet have trod. As brothers of the Son of Man, rise up, O you men of God. Amen. Please stand and join us in continuing worship.